Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is John. Welcome to Outside the Ropes, a podcast where we discuss everything WWE. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 83 of season two. Today is Saturday, and today is the going home edition of Friday Night SmackDown before this Sunday's Hell in a Cell. Not only is it going to be the final SmackDown episode before Hell in a Cell, but it's actually going to be the final WWE show before this Sunday. So, whatever happens by the end of the night, we're all going to have to wait until this Sunday to find out what happens next because that's what all pay-per-views are like after the final show we're all gonna have to wait until this sunday to find out what in what in the hell is gonna happen at hell in a cell so without further ado let's go ahead and get right into the business and see what happens here on this history making episode of friday night smackdown let's get into the business for the first time in SmackDown history, two superstars climbed inside the Hell in a Cell to settle an intensely personal rivalry, the Universal Championship hanging in the balance. Was Rey Mysterio able to avenge his son Dominic and unseat the head of the table in their preview worthy main event? Or did Roman Reigns add another legendary figure to his list of conquered? Find out with this recap of this hellish June 18th episode of Friday Night SmackDown. So there was quite a few stuff announced for Friday's show. First thing was that there was the Hell in a Cell from the Universal Championship match, Universal Championship between Rey Mysterio and the Roman Rings. We had Kevin Owens and Big E take on a Paul Cruz and Commander Aziz in a tag team match. But that's not all because we had Angelo Dawkins take on Otis after what happened last week where Otis decided to destroy Dawkins tag team partner Montez Ford. Then last but not least, we will have a battle for the crown match between Shinsuke Nakamura and King Corbin to finally settle who deserves the crown. So let's get into the business. And see what happens here tonight. This is going to be absolutely humongous. So, the Hell in Go Home Edition of SmackDown on Fox opens up with a video package, uh, mostly focused on the feud between the Mysterios and Rings and the Usos. So, we're then live in the third room as Michael Kowalka does, and he's trying to ring up at Pat McAfee. We see the one and only Red Hell in its soul structure hanging high above the ring. Excuse me. So, we see the Red Hell in its soul structure hanging high above the ring as Cole hypes the first ever Hell in its soul match on network TV taking place at tonight's main event with the Universal Championship or Universal Champion Roman Reigns defending against SmackDown Tag Team Champion Rey Mysterio. So we go right to the ring and out comes the SmackDown Tag Team Champion Rey Mysterio out to a cheer. Greg Hamilton does instructions. Rey then stops at ringside and looks up at the cell structure which is hanging above the ring. 
where he takes the mic and says, Any parent watching right now knows what I'm feeling. The feeling of pain, hurt, sadness. I told my son, the risk of competing in the ring, and that was, and this was, or his dream, but thankfully, he is walking. I don't know when my son would, will be able to be back in the ring. We see the cell is halfway lowered, is Ray's getting a bit emotional as he talks about uh, Roman Reigns destroying his son last week. As Ray then says, I will never forget the sound. The helpless look on my son patterned in his eyes as he suffered in pain. I will never forget the man who did this to him. And that was Roman Reigns. Ray, Ray then says, I can't wait one more day. I'm ready for the match tonight. I'm ready for, to get my revenge tonight. I know you accepted my challenge on Twitter last night, but I want to hear it from the mouth of the so-called head of the table himself. Ray then waits and of course there's no answer. And so Ray then says, get out of here you son of a bitch. But then, we then see the cell is then slow, is lowered all the way down surrounding the ring, blocking ring inside. And so that's when the music hits and out comes Rings himself with Paul Heyman. Rings takes the mic and says, I don't want to do this. It won't be your fault. It won't, it won't be my fault. You don't want to be locked in the cell with me. It won't be PG tonight. I'm going to ask you once, and that's all. Are you sure you want to do this? Raiden says, I've never been more ready in my life. Raiden says, I try to do it your way. I try to be diplomatic. But no, we will do it my way. Brings and turns and heads to the back as Heyman follows. And the fans be with them as the music starts back up and Ray stands alone in the cell as Colin McAfee hype up tonight's main event. Later tonight. Mysterio is a pissed off Vengeful father calling him out as the biggest badass of the roster was great. Ring showing up and following him to take matters into his own hands was just as fantastic. Now, the table is set for a pay-per-view quality made event on free television. It is event television 
And it's something that's pretty weird that we have not seen much before. And even if it means taking a match off the Sunday's presentation and giving it away to the masses, I'm sure it's going to be pretty incredible. So it's only a matter of time until we see this sell lowered around the ring and we see Rosario take on rings later tonight, which I'm super excited to see. But until then, we still have a lot more craziness to look forward to here tonight as we now move on to the next match of the night, which is a pretty big match. Not as big as the Hell to Sun match coming up tonight, but another solid match tonight. So... We get a brief video package Commander Aziz as he is preparing to make his SmackDown debut in tag team action as he teams up with his one and only Apollo Crews to take on the team of Kevin Owens and Big E. So, <clears throat> we go back to the ring for tonight's main event. <laughs> Not main event. Tonight's opening match as out comes first the Intercontinental Champion Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Colton shows us a video recorded earlier today of Cruz helping Aziz up. No, hyping Aziz up as a secret weapon, warning Kevin Owens to Big E. And so Cruz and Aziz stand on the ring as we head to commercial. As this tag team match between Commander Aziz and Apollo Cruz versus Big E and Kevin Owens is coming up next. We return for the break and we see Keller Braxton is backstage with Owens and Big E. Owens says, I'm not worried about Aziz because you see, Big E is the strongest person in the locker room. Big E then jokes about there is still being some tension between himself and, and Owens, but he then gets hyped up and cuts a typical promo in the match. Like, for example, like, uh, like they will feel our power or whatever, like stuff like that, which is pretty hilarious. So, Biggie's music hits as though he comes as a season cruise looks on from inside the ring. That's when Kevin Owens is out next, and Owens and Eve walked out to the ring together. Now, when everyone is ready to go, the reference is about to ring the bell, but then we hear Sami Zayn's music hits, and now he comes. And so Zayn taunts Owens as he heads to the, as the announce table, as he says, I'm going to be doing commentary. And so the bell rings as the matches are the way as Cruz goes at it with E. He then throws, throws Cruz across the ring, then takes him down. That's when Owens tags in as E hits a splash to Cruz. Then Owens then hits a senton. Owens then covers on Owens. Owens then covers on Cruz for the pin, but Cruz kicks him at one. Owens continues to work Cruz over in the corner. That's when Big E tags right back in. And right as E was tagging in, Cruz countered the move, but then E grabbed him and then dropped him on his head with a suplex. He then covers on Apollo for the pin, but once again, Cruz kicks him at two. He then goes for a vertical suplex, but then Cruz gets out with a knee to the head. 
And then Aziz then tags in and goes to work on E. As Lee, Aziz lowers E with a humongous boot to the jaw and the fence because Aziz stands tall and E rolls out to the floor for the breather. That's when Aziz calls E and then scoops, scoops up E and then slams E on the floor in front of the announce table. Aziz and his crew stand tall ringside as they are in control in this match as we return back to commercial. We return for the break as Aziz has E stuck in a submission when E fights out with his power but Aziz ducks him and delivers a suplex to E in the middle of the ring. Aziz then sends E face first into the corner and works him over as the referee counts to 10. Aziz then nails another vertical suplex to E in the middle of the ring and Aziz holds E down on the mat with one arm taunting him and delivering more punishment. Aziz then goes to drop a big elbow to E, but then E rolls out of harm's way. And so Cruz then tags in and knocks Owens off the apron to prevent attack, as E is really in a bad situation with Owens now out, and he's been getting a beating from Aziz. Things are not looking good for E right now. And so E looks at turning things around on Cruz, but then Cruz once again drops E with an integrity. Cruz then scoops up Big E and he tries to nail it, tries to nail the Death Valley driver on the apron but then E fights out and drops Cruz over the top rope. That's when E comes back in and tags in Owens who is on the apron. Owens then comes in and nails a top rope swanton to Cruz. He then covers on Cruz with a pin but Cruz kicks him out too. Owens went for another move but, but Cruz slides out of it but Owens fights Cruz off. Cruz and Owens continue to chase shots with a lead into Owens. Owens catching Cruz with a humongous pop-up powerbomb, but he was able to nail it in, and so Cruz is down, and Owens covers on Cruz for the pin. He gets the one, gets the two, but just before the three, Aziz makes the save just in time. That's when Aziz comes back in and rocks Owens again as the referee warns him to get out. That's when Aziz drags Cruz to the corner and tags himself in. Aziz then goes out to the floor and first goes out to the floor first and jumps E with a running clothesline as the referee counts to 10. Aziz comes back in on the apron and brings the action back in, but then Owens attacks Aziz with rights and lefts. But then Aziz headbutts Owens back and makes and Aziz makes his way back in. But then they go back out to the floor as Aziz chops Owens again. That's when Sammy then starts taunting Owens from the announce table as the referee counts to 10. Owens runs back in, then Sammy comes from then Aziz is waiting for the Nigeria nail, a thumb right to the throat to knock Owens down. Aziz kneels down, covers on Owens for the pin, and he gets the 1, 2, and 3, and Aziz and Apollo are the victors. After the match, Sammy retreats to the stage, laughing at Owens, but Aziz then grabs Owens again and drops him with another Nigerian nail, another thrown to the throat. Cruz then grabs the Intercontinental the title and raises it in the air as he and Aziz celebrate while Owens is down in front of them. But then, the camera then snatches Sammy backstage with Kayla, pointing out Owens suffering on the TV screen, laughing at him, and then Aziz and Cruz celebrate 
the winner title of the Rampage, so you see Sammy backstage laughing at Owens even more. So, so this was this was a match that was basically a build up between two rivalries. Of course, Owens and he, of course, have been wanting to get their hands on the Intercontinental Championship, but of course, Aziz has been a big problem. And then, of course, that's when Owens had another problem. That was, of course, Sammy. So Sammy then came out, taunted Owens, but then led, in, led into uh, potentially Owens getting another potential shot at, at, at Sammy for what he just did. I'm not sure, but... We'll just see what happens. So, Commander Aziz definitely did quite a bit in this match. Pretty dominant. But the one to come off on top was, of course, Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews. So, after that, still to come, you'll be having King Baron Corbin. A crown will be on the line between. Nakamura and King Corbin. Who's going to be come out, come out on top and be the official crowned champion? We're going to find out sooner than later. Sooner than later. And so the show returns from a commercial with a backstage segment. Uh, already wrapping up. Oh wait, no. What happened was. Um, so we see Owens, so we see Dunville, and so there might have been a technical issue here, but I was able to find out exactly what happened here. So what happened was, uh, let's, let's go back. So we see Dunville and, and Adam talking about, uh, talking about the first ever Hell in a Cell match on SmackDown, and then that's when Owens just burst in. He's like coughing and hazing and stuff like that from the Nigerian nail. And then while he was coughing, he was he was like while he was coughing, he was saying one word, he was like saying like while coughing, he wants Sammy. And so that's when Pierce says uh that's when Pierce says No, it, it seemed like Owens wanted Sammy here tonight. And then that's when uh, that's when Pierce says, "You'll be having Sammy at at this Sunday at Hell in a Cell." And so that's when Owens is still clutching his throat and and coughing as he backs out of the office. And it looks like Pierce has made this match official between Owens and Sammy Zayn at Hell in a Cell, which is going to be pretty interesting. So after that, we then go back to the ring and out comes first Shinsuke Nakamura with Rig Boogs performing his entrance as usual. And of course, we see Pat McAfee doing his dancing on top of the announce table as usual. 
once they wrap up their engines, out comes next, Agamor's opponent, King Baron Corbin. Maybe this might be the last time we hear or we see the, we say the name King Baron Corbin because if Baron Corbin loses, he's no longer to beat a king as Nakamura could possibly quite be a king of strong style. So, so of course, Corbin's uh, crown is on the line in this match, and of course, they're currently tied 2-2 in the recent best of five series. So, up on the stage, we have a throne that looks like that was used for King of the Ring, and then right next to it, we have a little, uh, we have a little stand, a little spinning stand with the crown sitting on top of it. So, whoever wins the victor gets to be the, the new crowned victor. And so, once everyone is ready to go, the ref calls for the bell in the match. As on the way, as Nakamura and Corbin lock up. Corbin suddenly rolls up Nakamura for the pin, but Nakamura kicks it at two. Corbin then nails a big knee to the gut of Nakamura. That's when Corbin continues to use that to work Nakamura up around the ring until Nakamura sidesteps and rocks Corbin in the corner. Nakamura continues to keep control of the offense and delivers a sliding German suplex onto their bottom rope. Boots and shreds at ringside with the guitar at ringside as Nakamura goes along with it. As we return to commercial with Nakamura in control. We return for the break and we see Corbin's crown on a rotating podium by the stage as Corbin has Nakamura grounded in the middle of the ring. Nakamura continues to fight up and out with the shots to the ribs. That's when they run the ropes. And then Corbin catches Nakamura with a deep six. He then covers Nakamura for the pin and looks to put this away, but Nakamura kicks it at two. That's when Corbin continues to keep Nakamura down and works Nakamura over with right hands. Nakamura then counters and slams Corbin down, applying a sleeper hold on the mat. Corbin then has Nakamura on his back and slams him down to the mat. Nakamura then rocks Corbin in the jaw and then delivers a sliding knee. He then covers under Corbin for the pin, but Corbin kicks him at two. After the pin, Corbin Fights back and delivers a back suplex to, to Nakamura. He then covers the Nakamura for the pin once again, but Nakamura kicks it at two. Nakamura then fights Corbin off again and then drops him down. Nakamura then covers and Corbin once again, but Corbin kicks it at two. Nakamura then delivers a stiff knee into Corbin while he's down. Nakamura then calls with a keen shot from the corner. And he charges, but then Corbin runs in and lowers him with a big clothesline. This then leads to more back and forth between these two, but it leads into Nakamura nailing the jumping knee strikes from the second turnbuckle to Corbin. He then goes for a third, but then Corbin catches him, and Corbin then goes for the choke slam, but then Nakamura stuns him. Nakamura then waits in the corner and then nails a King Shasa. He then covers on Corbin for the pin. He gets the one, two, and three, and, and Nakamura. As your new crowned winner. After the match, the music hits as Nakamura stands tall and celebrates. Hamilton then introduces as the one true king of WWE. And so Nakamura backs up the ramp as Boots does the same. 
playing Nakamura's theme as a guitar. He got the replays and then you see a disappointed Corbin recovering in the ring. Nakamura heads to the stage and takes a seat in Corbin's throne. Ibushi then takes the crown and places it on Nakamura's head as the fans cheer him on. Corbin is absolutely disappointed as Ibushi and Nakamura continue their celebration. So after these last four matches, it all came to one single match to determine who will be the crown. This was a lot of back and forth in this match, and it was only one question of it was a lot of back and forth between these two. But the one to come up on top was indeed Nakamura, as he is now the true king of WWE, as he is the king of strong style once again. Does this mean that the feud between Corbin and Nakamura is over? Or Nakamura is done, not done just yet with Nakamura and this feud continues? There's only one way to find out. But either way, Nakamura is our next, or is our true king of WWE. So after that, we then see Bianca Belair walking backstage. Swinging her hair as she will be facing off with Bailey next. Not facing off in a match, but a physical face off. And that's coming up next before their Hell in a Cell match. What will happen between Bianca and Bailey in, during this face off? Will there be any physicality? Will, be, will there be lots of laughing like what's been going on lately? Or will something else happen that's going to be unexpected? We're going to find out. Coming up next, as we're going to take a quick much break and then come back and see what's going to happen between Bailey's and Bianca's face-off before Hell in a Cell and see all the other craziness that's scheduled to happen here tonight on the go-home edition of Friday Smackdown. We'll be right back after the break. All right, we're back for the break. And the next few sets of matches of the Go Home Edition of Friday Night Smackdown before Hell in a Cell this Sunday. Before the break, we went over the first segment of the night, which was Rey Mysterio calling out Roman Reigns to hear the so-called Tribal Chief accept Rey's challenge inside Hell in a Cell. And so, the legendary competitor, he left the pain and agony suffered by his son, Dominic a week ago. He called Rings out, wanted to hear from the man himself that he accepted Ray's challenge for the Hell in a Cell match later tonight. The head of the table emerged from his uh, Palladio locker room and informed his special counsel, Paul Heyman, that he tried to be diplomatic, but now he's going to do things his way. After that, we then had Vicky and Kevin Owens take on a Paul Cruz and Commander Aziz in a tag team match. So Commander made his Commander Aziz made his in-ring debut for SmackDown in the night's first match, teaming with Intercontinental Champion Paul Cruz to battle familiar foes Biggie and Kevin Owens. Although conspiracy-minded Sami Zayn said a commentary with Mike with Michael Pat McAfee. In the match, Aziz flattened 
with a suplex coming out of the commercial break as he heals isolated the former IC champion. And a very suplex by E to Cruz in the ring apron allowed him to recover enough to tag in Owens. A spirit to come back while the prize fighter failed to fuel the baby faces to victory. Though, as well, time distracted by 7 Sami Zayn to Owens left KO prone to the Nigerian nail as Aziz and Cruz picked up the victory. And last but not least, the last match before the break, it was a battle for the crown match between Shinsuke Nakamura and King Corbin. Shinsuke battled King Corbin Friday night this time in a battle of the crown match. In this match, Corbin grounded and pounded the artist were game over with a strength and size advantage. Nakamura though fought back and put Corbin down with a key shot saw and then got the 1, 2, and 3 to win the match and the crown. After the match, a tearful Corbin sold while Nakamura celebrated with Rick Ruiz at the top of the SmackDown stage. And so now, we're ready for the next segment of the night, which is Bianca Butler and Bailey to face off one last time before Hell in a Cell this Sunday. And so, <clears throat> we return for the break and out comes SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair for a pre-Hell in a Cell face off of Bailey. We see how Belair and Cesaro crashed last week's Steam Dong Hello segment with Bailey and Seth Rollins last week. And so we come back and we see Belair is dancing around the ring and she has a mic and she says, uh, talks about Belair, talks about Bailey and how she will retain her title at Hound to Sell this Sunday. And so that's when. Belair calls Bailey out to the ring for their face-off. Belair waits and waits. No answer. And so, Belair then says, Bailey's games almost work because it's rough when someone laughs in your face. I've always felt like that little girl who's back with my... Uh, who's back with her bullies again, trying to make her feel less than. But she... But when in reality, she was so much more than she could ever be. I didn't make her second guess myself, but I'm not that little kid anymore. I don't let what anyone think of her, of her, think of me to find me, including what Bailey thinks. I fought to get where I am. So I am loud proud and all apologetically me. I wanted to say this in Bailey's face, but here it is. Sunday, I don't just want you in the ring. I want you inside Hell in a Cell. And you won't be laughing when I drag you all over the cell. But then that's when Bailey heard enough. As out comes Bailey herself. And Bailey then enters the ring and goes for a swing. And so that's when that and so that then leads into a big brawl between Bailey and Belair. Bailey kicks Belair in the gut and goes to toss Belair out to the floor. But Belair throws her inside but throws Bailey outside instead. Belair then sends Bailey into the announce table and she goes down. Belair then tosses Bailey over the ringside barrier, but then Bailey holds her onto her, holds onto her hair, 
And so Bailey then uses the hair to yank Belair into the barrier. That's when Bailey comes back over the barrier and works Belair over, bringing her back into the ring. Bailey then charges with a shot to the face and nails it in. Then Bailey then drops Belair with the rose plants in the middle of the ring. Bailey then grabs the SmackDown Women's title and raises it in the air. And she stands tall over Belair as her music hits again, and Bailey's face takes over the Thunderdome screens with a picture of Bailey and the SmackDown Women's Championship. A, a motivational promo from Belair leads into Bailey coming out and taking out Bailey. Bailey coming out and taking out Belair. Belair has been great in the mic since winning the title. Her natural charisma, uh, charisma and delivery helped them uh, help exponentially. This was no different. She should challenge her own herself. But she, what Belair says, made it seem like an enthralling ideal. Bailey is, of course, doing things that Bailey does. As she's been great between the ropes and demonstrated some solid chemistry with the EST at WrestleMania Backlash, and that only helps the buzz for this match. The rest of the segment was strong, and Bailey, oh, just like the first part, as Bailey looked dominant as she stood over the champ with her title overhead, making Bailey look like a true enemy or a true threat to Bianca and her t and her title. I have no idea who will be coming out as Victor because this definitely showed Bailey as a pretty big threat to Belair. But Belair could still potentially be EST, the best, the strongest, the fastest, you name it. Belair probably has it all. And she might be able to pull off another victory over Bailey. But Bailey could potentially pull off a shocker. But we'll have to see what happens here this Sunday. And so, after that, we then get a video showing recent issues between the Usos and Rings. And so we then see Rings is in his locker room with suite with Paul Heyman. And then that's when Jimmy walks in and Rings stands up as so they greet each other. Jimmy says, I thought about you, what you said last week about representing the family and being our best. You were right. I might not agree with everything you do and you say or do, but we are blood. And we're family. Raise a nest for so. Jimmy then says, I haven't heard from him all week. I try to call and text him, stop at his house, and nothing. Then that's when Jimmy says, If you need help tonight, I'll be here. Then Rainson says, No, I need you to find your brother. I need Jay. We need Jay. Our family is better. When complete, 
Vincent tells Jimmy to not worry about tonight because he then says, it's business as usual. Just do me a favor and go find out where, where Jay is. And Jimmy then walks off. So it looks like Jimmy and Roman are on, are on the same page. Facial expressions from Reigns alone is incredible. The tribal chief is an entirely different level than anyone else. Maybe the entire industry. He is completely invested in this character and shows every week that he steps on on screen. He is the best character in WWE and one of the most engaging in the entire business. And he was on display once again. As Reigns continued his expert gaslighting with Jimmy ahead of his own title defense against Mysterio. It's definitely been a long time since we've seen a hail of this caliber on WWE television. And we should be lucky to see to bask in what he has created every single week. And that's definitely for sure. And so, after that, we then go back to the Regan outcomes. Alpha Academy, Otis with Chad Gable. As tonight, Otis will be taking on the, the tag team partner of Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins. Coming up next, we return back to commercial. We return for the break, and we see Otis is winning the ring with Gable, and we to this week's progressive match flow replay as it looks back at how Otis attacked Angela Dawkins backstage last Friday then interrupted Gable versus Montez Ford to destroy Ford. Holden says Ford is not here tonight because he's recovering from a rib fracture at home and a return date has not been determined. And so the music hits and out comes Dawkins himself clutching his shoulder from last week's attack. Dawkins takes off his jacket, <clears throat> excuse me, as he enters the ring and his shoulder is bandaged up, bandaged up as he faces off at Otis before the ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way, but then I don't know where Dawkins gets slapped by Gable with a cheap shot. Dawkins then chases Gable around the ring and he gets shot by Otis who is waiting at ringside. Gable and Otis then grab Dawkins and then launch him shoulder first to the steel ring steps as the fans through the academy and Gable is all smiles. Otis then holds Dawkins as Otis sleeps on the apron with a flying knee. Gable then taunts Dawkins as Otis stalks him. Otis then grabs Dawkins and rolls him into the ring while Gable is waiting. Gable then holds Dawkins up as Otis runs, runs the ring twice and delivers a huge clothesline. <clears throat> and knocks Dawkins into a big double German suplex by Otis. This then knocks Dawkins out of the ring. Otis and Gable then stand toward the ring as officials check on Dawkins at ringside. And we got a replay to see this absolute bulldozing from Otis and Gable to Dawkins. 
And so Otis then stares down at Dawkins before making his second set with Gable as officials continue tending the Dawkins at ringside. Beat down by Dawkins, uh, beat down of Dawkins by Alpha Academy was strong and helped earn Gable and Otis some heat. And this definitely was certainly a humongous beatdown. Gordon Dawkins are definitely down right now with. They're definitely down right now with. What just happened tonight? Dawkins having an injured arm. Dawkins getting a fractured rim. Things are just not looking good for the Mysterios. <laughs> Mysterios. The Prophets right now. And it was because of all at the hands of the Mysterios. Not the Mysterios. It was all because of the hands of Otis and Gable. Gable has literally made Otis into a monster. The constant training that Otis has been through from Gable. Gable has truly made Otis a monster. <clears throat> and so after that, we then see Rey Mysterio backstage getting ready for this held a sum match against Rey against Roman Reigns later tonight. We return back to commercial. We return for the break, and we see the hell in a stall structure above the ring getting ready to be lowered for tonight's main event. So we get a Pizza Hut sponsored video showing the recent events between Cesaro and Seth Rollins, including what happened, of course, last week in Ding Dong Hello. And so we then see Cesaro is backstage with Kayla Braxton, and Kayla asks about the rivalry with Mons that's gone far. Cesaro then says, I don't think it's gone far enough. Rollins talks about Ron stumping his head and putting him on a stretcher. That's when Cesaro says, WWE is my life and I love what I do. I have worked hard for a very long time to get where I to where I am. And Rollins tried to try to take that from me. And that's when Rollins and interrupts as, as Cesaro got up as he was alarmed. And that's when says that's when Rollins says, I'm not trying to hear I'm not here to fight. I'm here to sit down and have a talk with you. And so Rollins then confirms that he they have a match for Sunday, and that's when Bowen says, there's no reason to fight. I'm a professional, and I came to have a conversation. So Bowen's and asked Kayla if you mind, uh, if you mind to leave. And so, Rollins, and so Kayla then takes off the little clip on mic and hands it over to Rollins, and so Rollins then puts it on. and says to Cesaro, you don't deserve a single ounce of respect. 
But this Sunday, I'm going to show you and everyone like you what you don't deserve. I'm going to put you in your face. Cesaro then says, I didn't think you had it in him, being a professional, coming out here and facing me man to man. I respect that. And I respect what you said. And I respect you as a competitor. And Cesaro then says, I'll see you this Sunday. He then Cesaro then stands up and pushes over, pushes Rollins over in his chair. And Cesaro then walks off as Rollins joins back to his feet, seething as this prof so-called professional sit down between Rollins and Cesaro ended not so professional. So So definitely this uh sit down interview uh or between uh Rollins and Cesaro didn't end so professional with Cesaro literally pushing Rollins off the chair. That was pretty hilarious. So even though Rollins was being professional about this literally insulting Cesaro in his face while having a while Seth is having a smile on his face is just just crazy. But Cesaro says he, he respects Rollins as a competitor and he respects what he said and then that's when he just goes ahead and shoves Rollins. So of course Seth will be going against Cesaro at wrestling uh, will be going against Rollins at on a cell and I'm excited to see what's going to happen with them. So after that Gonna go back to the ring for tonight's main event as the Hound of Soul structure is being lowered down around the ring. As the SmackDown Tag Team Champion Rey Mysterio makes his way out and Ray then hits the cell as we go back to commercial. As coming up next, it will be the Hound of Soul match between Roman Reigns and the one and only Rey Mysterio. Will this be the end of the Tribal Chief, uh, Tribal Chief's title reign? Or will Oracle Rings continue its dominance and destroy the father of Dominic? There's only one way to find out. That's coming up next. We're going to find out who will be coming out as a victor. Will it be Rey Mysterio? And will he become the new Universal Champion? Or will it be Roman Reigns retaining and continuing his legacy as the one and only Tribal Chief, the head of the table? We're going to find that out coming up next. We'll be right back after the break. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break from the main event. Of the go home edition of Friday Night Smackdown before Hell in a Cell this Sunday. It's come down to this the final WWE match before Hell in a Cell this Sunday is happening right here, right now. The Universal Champion Roman Reigns takes on Rey Mysterio, the Smackdown Tag Team Champion. 
for the Universal Championship at right here, right now, inside the cell. Before we get to that, let's go ahead and go over everything that happened before our last break. Starting off with the one and only Bianca Belair facing off with Bill facing off with Bailey before the Sunday. And I tell it's so. So the SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair made her way to the ring from Bravo ahead of Sunday's title defense against Bailey. After weeks of laughter and being told that she's less than, Belair issued a challenge for a match inside the cell. Bailey entered the Thunderdome after a brawl around ringside, delivered the Rose Plan, playing the EST, and standing tall with her title to end the segment. After that, we then had Jimmy Uso confronting Roman Reigns backstage. Backstage, Jimmy Uso approached Reigns and admitted, while they may not see eye to eye on everything, we are blood, family. And the head of the table told his cousin to find Brother Jay because the family is stronger when they are complete. And after that, we then had the Alpha Academy taking on, or the Alpha Academy's very own Otis taking on Angela Dawkins. Faced with going alone for a scheduled match with Otis, an already injured Angela Dawkins found himself beaten down by the Alpha Academy of Big Man and partner Chad Gable. The refocused Big Man partnered with Gable to leave Dawkins lying following a Laureate German suplex combination and Otis and Gable for the last one standing. The last one at least, we had Seth Rollins interrupting an interview between Seth between Cesaro and Caleb Raxton, going to teach Cesaro Superman a lesson, suddenly at Hell in a Cell. But now, we're ready for the main event, which is once again, the Universal Champion Robo Reigns, Versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champion Rey Mysterio for the Universal Championship inside Hell in Cell right here, right now. And so, we return for the rake and we see Reigns waiting inside the cell as the Universal Champion Roman Reigns makes his way out with Paul Heyman. The announcers confirmed that Bailey versus SmackDown Women's Champion Belair will take place inside the cell on Sunday. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn and Cesaro vs. Seth Rollins are also confirmed for this Sunday. Rings takes his time marching inside the cell and then raises the universe's title belt as more pyro explodes. Colton tells how this is the first ever Hell in a Cell match on network TV. And so the ref locks the cell, uh, locks the cell door, and there's no one going back. As a ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way, as Ray grabs a steel chair from under the ring and then jabs Rings back with it from the floor. Ray then fights in with another chair shot, but then Rings then overpowers and drops Trey and tosses the chair. Rings then falls to the floor, but then Ray suddenly sprays Rings in the face with a fire extinguisher. Ray then charges and then drops Rings with a fire extinguisher shot to the face. Then Ray then ducks, ducks Rings with the extinguisher again and continues to spray even more in the face of rings. 
Ray has trouble rolling Reigns back into the ring, but he barely gets him in. Ray Rollins, excuse me, not Rollins, brings the rolls back out to the floor for the breather. Reigns then is recovering, but then out of nowhere, Ray, Ray then grabs a toolbox from under the ring and chugs it over at Reigns. Ray charges at Reigns and literally smashes him in the face with a loaded toolbox. And Reigns is down as Ray is in the control of this match and has the Chavo Chief down. We return to the break and we see Ray is continuing to dominate the Chavo Chief using a chair on Reigns in the ring. Reigns then sets on the apron for a breather, but then Ray places a chair against his back and runs, then kicks it into Reigns' back. Reigns delivers the eye of the chair into Reigns' throat to keep him down on the apron. Ray then unfolds the chair and places it around Reigns' neck, then shoves him face first into the steel wall of the cell, then again. Reigns is gasping for air and has a look of panic on his face as Ray then shoves him right into the po ring post with the chair still around his neck. But Reigns finally ducks Ray to get an opening with offense. Ray then charges at ringside for a spear, but then Ray moves out of the way and Reigns crashes through a table that was leaning against the cell and Reigns is down. Ray then grabs Reigns when the Reigns knees, knees Ray in the gut. Then drives an elbow and then rolls Ray back into the ring. But then Ray cuts him off and then goes for a sunset bomb from, from the even into the cell wall. But then Rings fights back with offense. Rings and grabs Ray and goes for a power bomb into the cell wall. But then Ray loads with right hands while he's on Rings. Rings his shoulders to stop that from happening. Ray then tries to go for a hurricane run up and then Reigns blocks it and then swings Ray back and forth into the cell and the ring post. Then Ray then picks Ray up and then catapults him into the cell wall with ease. He literally ragged on him into the cell wall. Ray is down as Ray is basically feeling even worse pain than what his son felt falling from the ring into the floor but this time Ray flew into the cell wall instead of just flowing out to the floor. Absolutely unbelievable. Rings is standing tall in the ring while Ray is flat on his back at ringside. As Ray as Reigns has his match under control as we are returning back to commercial. We return for the break as Ray has excuse me, Rings has Ray down to the ring, talking trash and stalking him. Ray then manhandles Ray into the corner with big knee strikes and then right hands. Ray then shoves Ray to the mat and Reigns then plays to the crowd for more heat. Reigns then waits in the corner as Ray tries to get up. Reigns then calls with a spear but then Ray suddenly meets him with a drop kick. Ray then charges towards Reigns but then Reigns kicks him in the gut to cut off the offense from Ray. Ray then fights off Reigns' shoulders and then draws him in position for the 619. Ray then goes for it but then Reigns meets him with a humongous right hand to the mouth. Ray then charges into the corner. Excuse me, Ray rings, charges into the corner, but then Ray gets out of the way and rings hits the ring post, shoulder first. That's when Ray takes advantage and hits the 619 in the corner to rings. And then Ray then grabs a chair and beats rings down with it. Rings, Ray continues to load with steel cha chair shots to rings. And Ray then places the chair over rings' chest and goes to the top for the big fox splash. And he nails it in 
but then he also hurts himself by splashing the chair. And so Ray goes back to the top and goes for another fox splash. This time with no chair on rings, and he nails it in. And so Ray then covers for the pin, but then rings barely kicks out at two and a half, and the match is still going. Ray then goes back to the top for the third time as the fans cheer on Mysterio. He then leaps for the Hercarano as Rings is on his feet. But the Rings suddenly catches Ray on his shoulders and runs the ring and then launches Ray out of the ring into the cell wall. We hear him and screaming, Oh my god, at ringside. He seems absolutely in shock of what he just witnessed. A referee tries to check on Ray, but then Rings brings it back into the ring. Rings then immediately applies an averted guillotine while they're on their feet. And Ray has no other choice but to tap out as Rings retains, and he is still the Universal Champion in this Hell in a Cell match. After the match, Ring stands tall in the ring with as his music hits, and the cell is quickly raised above the ring as Heyman brings the Universal title belt into the ring. We had to replace, and we come back to see Ring's raising the title in the air for Ray. And Jimmy Uso hits the ring and raises Ring's arm in the air, standing tall with them. The music stops as they see Ray barely able to pull himself up to his feet using the ropes. And we hear like Ray just trying to gasp for air and just going through so much emotion at this time. But then that's when Rings takes advantage and then attacks Ray with a quick guillotine and ragdolls Ray around the ring, dropping him back to the mat as the fans boo Rings. That's when Jimmy and Heyman look on, and Reigns then raises the title again while talking down a ring, talking down a ring, saying, Happy Father's Day. As the music starts back up, as Reigns stand tall over Reigns, talking more trash and taunting him. As the Hell in a Cell Go Home edition of SmackDown goes off the air with a Roman Sulk chant coming from the Thunderdome crowd. Absolutely unreal. Mysterio threw everything at rings and this one and when he wasn't tossing weapons at his opponent, he was evading the explosive offense of the champion. And that was that was a plan that was destined to only last so long, though as rings cut him in flight and from there ended things in short order. Booking was incredible. The action made this sense within the context of the story, but Reigns continued to summon on a top SmackDown. This match elevated the significance of the SmackDown episode and made it feel like a humongous deal. Considering how strong the show has been in recent weeks, that is definitely quite the statement, especially with a Hell in a Cell match on network television. I never expected that to happen. That was absolutely unbelievable. And so the final SmackDown, the final WWE show before Hell in a Cell is over. And so now all that is left is to wait for the Sunday. This is going to be absolutely insane. I just know it's going to be absolutely insane. 
I'm super, super excited for this Sunday. The cell simulation just never gets old because it's just absolutely incredible. It's it's just been absolutely insane. And so now we wait for this Sunday. That was truly an incredible night. I have I have no words because this match was truly historic. But now we all wonder what's gonna happen this Sunday. We have tons of crazy matches from both Raw and SmackDown brand. Like on the Raw brand, we have of course the one and only WWE champion Bobby Lashley taking on uh Drew McIntyre for the WWE championship inside the cell. We have Alexa Bliss taking on Shayna Baszler. Um, I don't remember the other matches. I'm just trying to think about it from the top of my head. Um, of course, on the SmackDown brand, we have Bianca Belair versus Bailey, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Of course. The cell match uh, for the SmackDown brand was, of, is of course, Bianca and Bailey. It's going to be a crazy night this Sunday. And I'm super, super excited to see what happens. Of course, on Monday, we'll be going over the highlights and segments of How to Sell next Monday with a special episode. And then, of course, on that same Monday, you of course see the, the follow edition of How to Sell. On Monday Night Raw, next Tuesday, we have a huge episode of SmackDown to look forward to, which is going to be pretty exciting. Um, NXT, we have some pretty crazy look, crazy matches to look forward to um, as we're getting ready for uh, Great American Bash, which is less than three weeks, I believe. And of course, we get to see the follow episode of SmackDown after Hell in a Cell. See who will be still the SmackDown Women's Champion. Who will be the winner from the Seth Rollins and Cesaro match. Who will be the winner from the... Uh, who will be the winner from the Sami Zayn and Cody Owens match. It's all a bunch of questions that we're going to find out uh, tomorrow, Sunday. And so with that being said, that is going to conclude today's episode of Rides of the Ropes. Absolutely unbelievable, uh, unbelievable night. I never expected to see a Hell in a Cell match on network television. I, I would always expect Hell in a Cell to be on uh, a pay-per-view, of course, but not actually on network television. So that was truly something special and definitely historic. So <laughs> I'm just at a loss for words. I'm super excited for this Sunday. I'm 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 as excited as for Hell in a Cell as you guys are. So, with that being said, that will be the conclusion of this week's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. What an absolute unbelievable night! I'm excited for this Sunday, and there's only a matter of moments until we find out the answers of who will be with the victors from all of these crazy matches this Sunday. So, once again, thank you guys for joining me for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
And I will see you guys next Monday for the highlights of Hell in the Cell. Thank you guys for joining me, and I'll see you guys next time.